Hello, wonderful folks. Welcome to Earth Within. I'm Sophie French, a wild creative, cyclical being and mother nature lover. This podcast is about earthing your energy within and resourcing you back to self in order to live a slower, soulful and sustainable life. Alongside my beautiful guests, we'll be sharing how you can connect to the cyclical rhythms of life, creativity and business. Thank you so much for being here. Let's begin. Hello, welcome back to the three-part series with Charlotte Puanto. Today we are exploring part two, which is cyclical wisdom mapping. This is actually inspired by a concept coined by Jane Hardwick Collins and expanded on by Claire Baker in Cycle Coach School that both Charlotte and I are both a part of and trained with. So today, Charlotte is going to map out how you can work with the incredible, enriching world that is cyclical living and all of the wisdom that comes through the parallels. This really will bring you into a sense of deep self-awareness, self-knowing and self-trust. So some of the cycles we're going to cover are the circadian rhythm, the moon cycle, the menstrual cycle, a woman's life cycle, the seasons and the life cycle of a plant or a flower. So tune in if you can for this episode. I recommend having your journal and notebook and pen. If not, that's okay. You can always come back to it and save it for later. Okay, enjoy today's episode. I could be here all day talking about that because I just love that practice. I (laughs) am completely obsessed with it. Um, So I I went with Claire to a workshop that Jane Hardwick Collings um, led and it was... um, what was it called? Autumn woman, harvest queen. And it was about perimenopause and menopause wisdom. And, you know, but for women of all ages and stages as well, but really looking at this autumn season of our life. But during this workshop, she taught this, um, this session on, um, yeah, like the wisdom of all of the seasons and cycles within and without and how they all overlay and i think it's one of the things that she teaches most because it's just to get this perspective of how all of these um cycles overlay connect to identify similarities and also contrasts was just so powerful so it starts off with the 24-hour cycle like you were just alluding to so you know how our energy and the activities we do vary across the 24 hours how our body on a physiological level changes you know how our, our you know and as women we have circadian rhythms as well not just men um so we have you know this our hormones pick up in the morning um you know that direct us to wake up and to get on with our day and you know um in the morning we start to eat and plan our day and get ready and depending on you and your lifestyle and your season of life you know that might look like having a lion and having a or might mean getting up in the morning and doing 5 a.m practice whatever or it might mean 
battling with um you know breakfast and getting kids ready and packing everyone in the car without tearing your hair out and bundling kids off to wherever they need to go and getting to work and commuting so you know how that's different to later on in the morning when we have depending on again it all depends on what you're doing but you know the energy within us um our physiologic physiology is the same regardless of what our lifestyles are like so you know we have that focus um in the morning to do whatever it is we're doing we have lunch um you know, some people have a post-lunch slump as i've always called it you know that sort of tiredness and that oh lull around 2 3 p.m uh how we wrap up our day we come home for dinner then it's it's the evening time bedtime sleep time mm-hmm. just you know sim- simply so how we have that that cycle then how we have um the menstrual cycle that we've just talked about so you know with these four phases um you from your bleed time and how that connects with i always forget quite which time of day it is i think was that the 3 a.m to 6 a.m section so like your bleed time, it's like a time of dreaming and resting and slow and being within and how that's really mirrored by this 3am to 6am time of our day. Once we finish bleeding, we go into um, what's called the follicular phase. It's when our hormones start to pick up, the ovary in our body is starting to be ripened. Um, our hormones are rising. It's like the time of new new life and growth um you know and 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 rising which is like 6 a.m to to 9 a.m and then we have the mid part of our cycle which is the ovulation phase when the egg is released and it's as i was saying it's like this most outward energy of our whole cycle and how that's like the middle of the day and then how the premenstrual phase is like this darkening this slowing this coming back within and that being you know like like um like this sort of evening time in in the daily cycle so you know we've got this um this real mirror of the day also mapping within um in the menstrual cycle and i've obviously talked about how the moon lines up as well so you're starting to see how these cycles line up we've got the year as i was saying these these seasons so that's another one to, to add on and layer on and see how they intersect and then there's also the seasons of like the female life cycle that I um I like just love to work with as well. So, you know, if you if you can maybe work out at home where these kind of overlap, that might be fun. So, you know, that we start off at birth and um you know, we have our childhood until we're about um you know, our childhood being like our early childhood, um, the time of learning and, you know, setting the foundations and um, discovering who we are and, you know, um, what our place in the world is. We have our teen years, which is all about, um, you know, kind of, yeah, seeing who we are as as an individual and what, what our place in the world is. So this is sort of naught to 25 is like the maiden, um, the child and maiden um, time of our life. And so 
that's lined up with the um with the inner with the inner spring so the um part of your cycle after you have finished bleeding it's it's um also like the um the growing moon so the waxing moon so these are all lining up it's this sort of growing growing energy basically the next phase of our life is what's known as the mother season and it doesn't mean you know necessarily about birthing children it's about um you know knowing who you are now and sharing that with the world really and so this is from age 25 to age 50 and it's really about creation mm-hmm. and so this is really lined up with um the middle of the menstrual cycle so this time of growth and blossoming and blooming and um you know like being in this peak i guess in terms of a energy and creation um energy then after that we've got so i was just going to add that i remember in in session and i'm sure um it's okay to just illuminate this that Mm. with the mother archetype um and season it can Mm. also be known as um and you suggested this in our class the creatress and so if someone doesn't resonate with the idea of the mother phase then creatress and and that period of life being like that um the birthing and and delivery of of whether it's creative projects or business or or um children so I think I just wanted to slip that in there before Mm. you move on to the gorgeous next archetypal um yeah yeah thank you for that yeah yeah I really love that and you know I think um I think something that I want to add to that as well is that you know this mother season of of life or the creatorous time or this you know this creative this phase when we're birthing and creating and um sharing of ourselves out into the world you know culturally it's a time when we're really um you know like the good woman and the good mother like gives of herself to others and i think you know it can be really powerful to think about how you can harness some of that for yourself as well and not just um you know spill over into giving 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 so much that you've got nothing left for yourself really savoring and exploring your creativity um and you know what your your magic your medicine for the world is as well for you um i really love kind of subverting that mother archetype um so it's not just all about you know birthing people and um giving away um and serving others i think you know mother is is so um undervalued anyway it's also a really shamed kind of role i think you know culturally it's just not valued in the way that um you know women as mothers do a lot of unpaid labor you know carry you know we're birthing the future of the world but it's not respected and um you know i think that speaks to just this general attitude towards the nurturer the carer you know what it speaks to what it means to be a good woman as well and so i really love you know not just for women who either don't have children or can't have children but for all of us to see beyond the the confines of 
this this is a season for birthing people you know and and you know we we can be more than that we can explore that for ourselves and we can um you know if i think it's so powerful to to see that we can make of this season of life um, and all seasons of life what we want it to be rather than just what we're kind of expected or what's valued what we're worthy of being at this time that is so potent i'm so glad this has come through i feel like this is a a a very clear message for whoever is is here with us um yeah tuning into that just divine like moment of this season of the mother can be the season of radical self-nurturance radical self-compassion and and just really activating and empowering that role of the mother like it bring is bringing me it's making me emotional because how the confined or defined it is by society and how incredibly just like to reinvigorate the mother archetype like what a big huge just pop of wisdom there Charlotte (laughs) (laughs) like that is um gonna yeah I think land really um I mean I want to say softly, but it's actually jolted me. <laughs> it just mm-hmm. jolted my body into the possibility of a different, a different motherhood for myself. Um, not being a mother yet, and being in in, I suppose that transition. You know, I'm potentially in this season of life where I'm sort of where I am at my cycle now. I'm, I'm coming to very, very close to ovulation or and in life, very, very close to potential conception. And it's like what and the possibility that you're, you know, sowing the seeds of a very different type of mother season. And, and just to know that that is breathing space for it to be of service to myself as well mm. as potential humans <laughs> and yeah. potential projects mm. and just how mm. yeah, it, it's tender, but it's also like it's breathing new life in a whole different sense. And so thank you so much for, for bringing that richness mm. to that part. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for reflecting that, how that landed for you and yeah i just think you know no matter who we are what we do whether we're full-time mums or working mums or part-time mums or not mums at all um you know i think i just wish that we could all have the space and freedom and no guilt and permission to just be without having to label you know at that time of life and just being enough as you are, um, whatever that looks like for you. Mm. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah. Yes, just um, it's amazing once we can see the layers, like you were saying, um, on top of one another. And I think there's just two, two more life season phases to explore, yeah. like beyond the mother. Yeah. Um, and then we can sort of zoom out and then potentially... Um, 
yeah, move move into the idea of having, um, you know, or living in a cyclical way and then how business weaves into that. So, but I'd love to first, um, you know, continue the journey. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, cool. Um, Yeah, so, well, I think if you think that mother is um, ashamed or or a... um, you know, an invitation to step into your power as a phase, then what comes next is even more so. I think, you know, after menopause, it's the phase of life. Um, You know, the wild woman, the enchantress, the the maga, as it's also known as well, which is a word that means magician in um, Sicilian that's been you know, taken on to as an, as a name for this, this season of life. So this is post menopause to around the age of about 75. And it's because it used to be maiden mother crone, but now we live so much longer. We've had to kind of, um, recognize and, and give space to this new season of life that we have post menopause before real old age. And, now, this is an age where women say that they be- feel like they become invisible and they uh, don't feel as worthy, like they don't have a purpose um, and that they're not valued um, by culture. And there's so much power in this phase. I'm personally like looking forward to sitting in this in this energy myself when it comes. I think that workshop with Jane Hardwick Collins just made me kind of go like, fuck yes. <laughs> Um, I was just like, yeah, like this sounds just like such a bad ass time. You know, it's like this time where, you know, you're done with your reproductive years. You're like the years of perimenopause have, you know, work you essentially the whole, well, the whole of your menstrual cycle, all of those years, they say they work you each cycle one by one. It refines you. It sheds each, each cycle sheds a layer a skin off you so that you get closer and closer and closer to your truest self come menopause and it's this rite of passage this rebirth like this ultimate final rebirth you know if each if each of your previous rites of passages which you know include your own birth your own first bleed your child any uh, children you give birth to that childbirth is is you know a rite of passage like a physical rite of passage that you go through and you are a new person whether you can see that or not and it's um like this rebirth you know you are you you kind of can't go back you you know physically energetically spiritually and so menopause being this time of um like this final rebirth into your truth and all the bs gets kind of stripped away and you know you hear of it i've heard it described as the veil of estrogen gets <laughs> gets lifted when you have no more estrogen you're not cycling anymore um jane hardwick collins calls estrogen the hor- hormone of oh my gosh what does she call it i've forgotten the word but it's basically like tolerance like acceptance like you put up with stuff that you that actually doesn't sit well in in your body and when it lifts there's no more 
tolerance. It's like your boundaries become a lot clearer. Your values, you're just not prepared to kind of put up with, with what doesn't feel good to you anymore. So it can be a time of incredible grief for a lot of women of you know, this ending of, um, of the cycling years of, you know, the perception of youth, of fertility, you know, which can be complex. Um, but also this feeling of stepping into the shadows. But the reframe of this is that you're stepping into your power and your truest self and, um, you know, using this badass queen energy for yourself, like taking it for yourself, but also um, kind of sharing it outwards in the world in a way that role models to others how we can do that for ourselves as well. So I know there's a whole lot more I could say about this, but yeah, essentially this is like Marga Enchantress, you know, really working with this, um, this kind of fierce energy, I think. After about age 75, this is when, you know, nowadays we step into crone, which is the wise woman, the woman who's reached the end of her life, who has learned her lessons, who has, um, yeah, seen, seen it all, been there, done that kind of seen it all. And, you know, sits there and maybe has family around her or community around her. Um, and she, she speaks the wisdom and the truth and sees clearly and communicates that back, you know, and in ancient times, it was the crone woman who cultures would look to for decision-making and guidance about how the village lived and the, what the community, you know, where they hunted and moved and, you know, answers to big life problems, um, you know, such the crone was so revered. And of course, nowadays it's been, you know, we don't respect our elderly. We don't value their wisdom. They are on the whole, you know, not all cultures, but a lot of, um, you know, like Western cultures just don't have that respect um, for this phase of life. And there's so much richness and wisdom in there. And we have so much to be grateful to those people in our life for. So yeah, looking at all of these four archetypes and aspects and parts of the female life cycle as well layering them on and crone would be like the winter the bleed time the darkness the, the sort of inwards mystic time as well so i hope that makes sense oh absolutely i think um visually like there's definitely places that um you know could i can maybe pop a link in the show notes or just to see you know the creation of that um whether it's a resource that Claire shared with us or I might make my own but just to um know that it's come from from Jane Hardwick Collins and a wealth of knowledge and then for you to have talked us through I think it just notes that it's intricate you know we are intricate beings and the world and nature is is intricate as well and 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 if ever there's a time, you know, we, we sometimes have to simplify and communicate, but knowing that, you know, there's so much to explore there and just to invite um, curiosity along the journey, along someone's journey that is exploring this tapestry for the first time. And there's perhaps maybe one cycle, you know, that you can lean into first or more and then continue on as, uh, as it's been for you, like illuminating your, um, 
menstrual cycle and and that cyclical rhythm but then also going oh actually there's also the moon cycle and then how I can bring that that in and then it goes beyond right and then yeah it's Pandora's box for uh (laughs) cyclical um dreams (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) like yeah and what I really love about it is that you know it sounds like a lot of information um that when you see it visually it's for me, what it gives us is this ability to, yeah, like you say, lift the lid and look within and identify what feels resonant for us and what what doesn't. And just drawing these parallels, you know, just brings that depth of self-awareness and self-knowing. Also trust, trust in ourselves that, um, you know, what you might be feeling, you know, we, we're just so taught to disembody disassociate not trust our intuition our feelings whereas looking at things like this can be really revealing of like well you know this is archetypal of this phase of life you're in or this part of your cycle that you're in or you know this this wider season and it just invites us to connect with ourselves in these in these ways that give us deep knowing self-trust and self-awareness and like a mindfulness tool that's also embodied yeah you know so yeah I just just like freaking obsessed with it just love it it. yeah a mindfulness tool that's embodied like I love that summary of of cyclical awareness or menstrual cycle awareness and and cycle awareness as you know you you being a a cycle coach and me training as one I think like this wisdom to share I mean you can't help it once you get to know to want to like sing it aloud and and and, you know involve as many people that are you know interested and curious but it does bring such it joy and bliss and and ease and flow and um you know you have a podcast yourself wild flow and and that is it you know we're it's wildly experimenting with the flow of life um how these rhythms can you know be incorporated or played with and and when you turn like up the volume on curiosity and turn down like inner critic if possible, or negotiate with it, like Claire likes to say, negotiate with, you know, the inner critic. Yeah. I don't have to ignore, push away, but just negotiate, but be over here in curiosity. And for me, that is always the invitation of, of living in a cyclical way, is a curiosity. Is there a question I could ask myself in, in my inner autumn, for example, that would be, um, you know, the time before I menstruate, I, I have experienced you know, um, an anxiety around, around the bleed that's coming up because I used to have really painful periods. And then it would be like me gearing myself up is the pain. Oh, you know, like I would feel this anxiety. And so now, like, I know there's questions I can ask and I can tend to myself in a way with curiosity and, and with that recognition, the anxiety soothes or is soothed by like my leaning in or, yeah, I think, like you said before, that depth of of awareness and, and deepening into a relationship with yourself first and foremost then just ripples out into really nourishing ways in, into your life. It like, you know, it adds up. Basically, we're, we're zooming in on moments or we're, you know, expanding on moments or experiences or emotions to then create a lifestyle of flow and of ease, you know, like we're it's like the micro to the macro <laughs> of, yeah. of, the, of this of this rhythm. 
that was part two of the three-part series with Charlotte Puanto. The next episode, we're going to be diving into what it's like to be a business owner and also a cyclical being. So Charlotte kindly shares such beautiful insights and tips. Can't wait to bring the episode to you. Hope you enjoy. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you've loved this episode, maybe you could share it with a loved one you think may resonate or enjoy it. Or tag me on Instagram or send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. If you can take a minute to rate and review this podcast, it can reach more ears and hearts around the world. Okay, until next time, all links from today's episode are in the show notes. Be well and remember to take moments to earth your energy within.